What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. We're just two weeks away from the Bush Clash, and before we know it, it's, we're going to be at Daytona for practice in the duels. Next week, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, two teams are going to Phoenix to test the next-gen car, and each team will bring a driver or two. Then the week after that, they'll be at the Bush Clash at the LA Coliseum for practice and qualifying and everything. And Sunday, they'll be racing there. Today, before we get started, I have some beef to address with Kyle Bush, and then we're going to talk about Dale Jr.'s best stats in honor of him getting into the NASCAR Hall of Fame on Friday. Before we get into it, please follow me on all of their socials, all of the Usernames are first or fence. Alright, so the first thing we need to talk about is my beef with Kyle Bush. So I posted a video of him and Truex at the in the Brickyard 400 and they were racing into turn one when Truex clipped the apron and took Bush out. In the caption I put that Bush ran him tight, which I meant they were just racing hard for the lead, but Bush saw the video and commented and said really tight in quotations and then he said what hate to see what giving him room looks like which is fine I understand what he was coming where he's coming from but he put a little face palm emoji which is I thought I just didn't appreciate it it was just a little too far so Kyle if you're listening I meant that you guys were racing hard so sorry but the face palm emoji was just too far okay so we can finally get get into some new sponsorships paint schemes and other news so first off it was announced that Schluter Systems would be renewing their sponsorship with Corey LaJoy for yet another year they'll be on this car for at least 7 races also True Velocity Ammo will be sponsoring Austin Dillon for multiple races beginning with the Bush Clash the canned cocktail company Day Chaser will be sponsoring Hendrick Motorsports and they will appear on the fire suits of the drivers some other news is that Ice Cube will be performing at the Bush Clash at a halfway point during the clash. Floyd Mayweather is trying to put together a car last minute so that the money team can race in the Daytona 500. If they are able to do so, Kaz Gralla will have to qualify the car for the 500. I don't really see this happening because it's just last minute. I really don't think there's a chance, but I guess it's a possibility. I think it'll take like at least a year of planning to actually have a shot. Alright, now for some news on Kyle Busch and his sponsorship situation. On media day, he was asked about the circumstances and he said he's absolutely good where he's at, meaning Joe Gibbs Racing, and that he wouldn't, he didn't get any into any contract discussion. discussion. I think they're just trying to find the right sponsorship to fit Kyle. But they'll definitely have some changes coming soon with Ty Gibbs coming up. But I don't think it's definitely not going to be Kyle because he's the best driver there. And he's got years and more championships to come. So I just hope he gets a cool sponsor to match his personality a little bit. We'll see. Um, There's going to be a lot of rides in the Cup Series with Harvick potentially being gone in two seasons. Almirola being gone after this year and a few other drivers getting older. Now we're going to talk about the amazing career Dale Jr. has had. 
which was also a Hall of Fame career. He led his career by winning the Bush Series Championship, which is the Xfinity Series now, two years in a row, in 1998 and 1999. In those two years, Junior combined to score 13 wins. After winning the championship two years in a row, Junior decided he was ready to go into the Cup Series. He scored his first win at Texas and broke his father's record for winning the least, for winning in the least amount of starts, which is a record that was in the modern era. He ended the season with two wins, three top fives, five top tens, and two poles. Junior's 2001 season started with him pushing his teammate Michael Waltrip to victory in the Daytona 500. As pretty much everyone here knows, I'm sure, when they crossed the finish line, his father had crashed into the outside wall and died from his injuries. The Cup Series went to Rockingham the next week, and Junior wrecked out of the race on the first lap. From that race on, he really didn't have the best results with only a few top tens. It wasn't until they went back to Daytona for the July race that Junior led 116 laps and drove to victory lane. Then on September 11, 2001, the World Trade Center was attacked and NASCAR came to a halt for one week. They went to Dover two weeks later and Junior drove his Chevy to victory lane with an American flag painted on his deck lid. He finished the season off with a win at Talladega too. I think in 2001 he won some of the most important races for the sport. He won after at Daytona after his dad died there and he, he won the race after the 9-11 attacks. Then in 2002, Junior swept the Talladega races and had 11 top 5 finishes. 2003, he won Talladega and Phoenix and almost swept Dega two years in a row, but he finished second in the fall race. 2004 was one of Junior's best years ever. He started the year off by winning the Daytona 500, followed by wins at Atlanta, Richmond, Bristol, and Talladega, and lastly Phoenix. 2005 wasn't his best year, but he got one win at Chicagoland. In 06, Junior finished fifth overall and took home one win from Richmond. And then in 2008, Junior snapped a winless streak after winning at Michigan. Junior went another three years without winning before having to snap another winless streak at Michigan. Then in 2014, he won the Daytona 500. 2015, he won Talladega, Daytona, and Phoenix. This would be the last win of his career. Sorry, he, he also won, po- he swept Pocono and picked up a grandfather clock in Martin at Martinsville in 2014. Then in 2015, he won Talladega, Daytona, and Phoenix. Phoenix would be the last win of his career. Now Junior has an Xfinity Series owner, and he has 58 wins and 3 championships. He also was the most popular driver 15 times, and he has Hall of Fame stats that I didn't even mention in this. He'll continue to add to these stats as an owner and a driver because he does one one one-off race a year. One last thing that we learned today is that Tony Stewart is going to be joining Clint Boyer in the booth for the Bush Clash in the Daytona 500. Hopefully some more races too through the year, but the Fox booth is going to be rotating. 
the third announcer. So it's going to be Boyer, Mike Joy, and then Tony Stewart or whoever else is going to be helping. Anyways, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. Hope you like today's episode. Next week we're going to be have the Phoenix top test to be talking about, and then we'll be able to talk about the Bush Clash after it happens the Sunday after that. Please follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and turn on notifications for this podcast so you can listen in every time I post one. Thanks. See you later.